This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. Several listeners this week asked me about temperature. Where is the most temperate, warmest parts of the region? Which are the mildest areas best for growing a wide range of plants, and particularly subtropical varieties? But where are the coldest temperatures to avoid, was asked as well. So I decided to talk about temperature in this podcast. Now, if you want mild temperatures during the midwinter in the northwest, where do you go? Certainly not east of the Cascade Crest, since mild marine influence is blocked by the Cascades. Furthermore, some cold air can sneak into eastern Washington through the Okanagan and other river valleys, some in the mountains of of northeast Washington and some in the Rockies. And there are obvious reasons for avoiding high terrain, where it tends to stay cool, of course. In Washington, the warmest temperatures in winter are near the coast, particularly around Hoquiam, Westport, and the Long Beach Peninsula. And as I've talked about many times in this podcast and in my blog, the ocean temperatures stay mild during the winter, temperatures only dropping into the upper 40s, even during the coldest parts of the year. But if you really want warm winter temperatures, head down the Oregon coast, and particularly the southern Oregon coast from Coos Bay south to Brookings. This region is particularly warm in winter, uh, with the southern part near Brookings known as the Banana Belt of Oregon. Why is it so warm down there? Well, there's the ocean influence, of course, but the high terrain to the east, the Siskiyou and Klamath Mountains, protect the southern Oregon coast from cold air in the interior, which cannot reach the coast. And in the unusual situations where air does move westward across and down the terrain, it is extraordinarily warm by compression as it sinks down to sea level. Temperatures have zoomed all the way into the 70s many times in midwinter around Brookings. It's amazing. Uh, What's the lowest temperature ever observed in Brookings? A very mild 24 degrees. Never gotten to the teens there, never in the single digits. Okay, enough about warmth. What about the coldest regions in, uh, in the Northwest, the places you want to avoid if you want to plant sensitive plants? Well, if you want the coldest places in Washington, head up to the higher mountain valleys in eastern Washington. The state records for low temperature occurred in Winthrop and Mazama, both experiencing a bone-crushing minus 48 degrees Fahrenheit. You heard that right, minus 48. And both are in the Methow River Valley. Well, first, being east of the Cascades is good for the cold business. Of course, the little of the marine influence gets across there. But being in a valley is very important. Being at the bottom of a valley is very important. Because cold air forming on the slopes from infrared cooling to space tends tends to sink to the bottom of the valley. Cold air is denser, tends to sink to the bottom. So the coldest air is in the bottom of the valley. 
Now, being a high valley is very useful for cold because the valley is out of the low clouds of the Columbia Basin. The Columbia Basin gets full of clouds during the wintertime, and those clouds actually tend to keep it from getting that cold. The clouds act as a blanket at night. Also, being higher up in the Cascades tends to ensure they have some snow cover. And snow is like a refrigerator coil. It reflects solar radiation during the day and is in a very effective emitter of infrared radiation all day long. So it doesn't get the sun very well, doesn't warm up the surface very well, and it's emitting temperatures like mad. Well, if minus 48 is not cold enough for you, there's a place even colder, but you'd have to go south into Oregon. The coldest place in Washington, Oregon, is, is located in a valley within the plateau of eastern Oregon. And it's a place where cold air tends to settle in during winter. The perfect location is the a perfect valley location within this high plateau of eastern Oregon is Seneca, Oregon, where it got down to an amazing minus 54 in 1933. Well, enough about the extreme extremes. Let's talk about stuff in between. Puget Sound tends to be milder than the landlocked Willamette Valley in winter because you know, there's, there's this water influence that keeps it mild. Air can come off, off the Pacific Ocean. The Willamette Valley actually has terrain all around it, and so it can get kind of continental and cold there. And if you want to grow subtropical plants, Keep away from Bellingham and Portland's eastern suburbs because they experience cold air that pushes out, that jets out from the Fraser and Columbia Valleys respectfully. They are both conduits to the interior, the cold air in the interior. So not a good place for sensitive plants. Now, temperature conditions are far warmer near water bodies like the Sound and the Straits of Juan de Fuca in Georgia. It doesn't take more than a few miles for temperatures to be 2 to 10 degrees colder on frigid night. Well, I hope all this information will help you stay warm, and I hope all of you have a happy and healthy new year. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.